Hi, welcome back to Casters of Valhalla. I'm your host as always, OEAO, Mike. And uh, today with me, I have two very special guests. Um, first of all, we have uh, Superfrog or Nathan. And so Superfrog has done a lot of work for me on ScapeCon between alt art cards, um, between maps, updating maps, maps he had no part in creating, just me sending him photos of uh, just terrain laying on my floor and, you know, asking him to put it into virtual escape. So, uh, you know, very, very thankful for all his help. Um, how are you doing today, Nathan? Good. It's a, a warm Tuesday, but that's okay. It's worth surviving. That's good. And uh, somehow another person has weaseled his way onto this podcast. Um, he's a big fan of our sh- you know, he scurried his way onto this podcast, scattered his way, if you will. Uh, probably the biggest fan of rats I know, Doc, Adam. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm doing outstanding. Outstanding. Excited to talk a little bit of meta in our super hyper secret podcast. Yeah, we so... We just never release this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, with my track record, that's certainly possible. Um, oh, no. <laughs> So to the listener, we, we're, we're recording this about two weeks before ScapeCon, two and a half weeks before ScapeCon, and we're just going to go through the formats briefly, talk about the meta, talk about our approach to army building. I think it's, you know, on one hand, it's just us kind of predicting what the metas are going to be, but on the other, it's kind of a behind-the-scenes look at how, you know, we approach army building for formats without, you know, so I'm going to ScapeCon. Uh, the part of the reason I have these two on with me is that they're, they're unable to attend, so, you know, I can say anything I want, um, you know, just and not have to worry about it, it leaving this space and they can, you know, everybody here can just lay out their cards and it, it, it'll be, you know, it, it works out in that in that way. Um, and if you've listened to our ScapeCon betting podcast, um, you'll have heard us talking um, us three and some others, and that'll actually be recorded later this same night. So. Uh, this is this is a good day for HeroScape, in my opinion. Um, but without further ado, we're just going to run down the events. Um, we're going to you know talk a little bit about the meta. Some of these have more complex metas than others. Some are pretty wide open, and it's hard to really say you know you should do this or you should do that. A lot of this will come down to preference. But some of these, you know, there are going to be strong considerations. So without further ado, we're just going to start with. Um, Chris Perkins, he's running a uh, Wednesday night event, which is a VC um, Delta event. I guess, Adam, you set these prices. So if you want to, you know, kick us off with that event. Sure. So, I mean, it's kind of funny for me to suggest a, a build for this because I, I I designed these points to try to make things relatively balanced. I, the thing I would say is that if you look at, and and other people have made the same comment, if you look at the armies that have been successful in Delta, they're not um, doing weird stuff. Um, now, we've tried to make things balanced, but at the end of the day, you're best off kind of picking a common core, building around it, trying to max your points in that. And and the meta in this is going to be a little different than the meta in the previous online event was just because the point total is a little different and I've adjusted some of the Delta points on things a little bit. So some things that worked in that format are not going to work um in in this uh in the event at SkateCon. so i'm i'm excited to see what ends up coming out on top but i would i would guess it's going to be something that has 4x or more of a common squad core that's all I'm, that's my that's my total prediction really i mean that really mirrors what we saw in the online event is that everybody just i mean there were a huge variety of different builds i think one of the only repeated builds was 
<laughs> myself and Boromir ran a Morrow Drudge, Ritakshi, Morrow Hive, and Raylan. Um, I did quite poorly with that. I dropped after one round, but uh, Boromir took it to the finals. So, uh, but other than that, it was just like huge range of armies. And uh, but yeah, the one thing they had in common was you just <laughs> take something, you spam it, and you fill it in, and you know it'll hit the points. As long as it hits the points, you, you're fine. Yep. Yeah, I think another popular build. I think probably if if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe two people brought Knights of Weston with Gilbert and the Morgan or the the Rifleman. Uh, yep. That's correct as well. Yeah, there was there were two people that Morgan's Rifleman with uh with Knight with Knights and Gilbert, which is a decent build. Morgan's Rifleman are they're not great, but they're but they're solid. Um, they're they're an an, inter, an interesting piece. Uh, you know, it, it, one of the, when we were making them in the the VC side of things, you know. Uh, anytime somebody said there was they were good, I always pointed out that like the Morrow Warriors are just way better. Are just better, uh, yeah. So like there's no real concern of us busting the power curve here. Um, but then in in Delta, where the Morrow Warriors now now I, they were 90 for the past turn, but they're 100 now. Um, so now there's there is a good argument for Morgans. So. Yeah, and so that's another build though where you're just seeing spam a common, grab some support, and you're good to go. You know, and I think that's really the the way to approach the meta. I don't have a build personally put together. Um, Chris just announced this like a couple of days ago, and just been busy with the with some other stuff. But yeah, the the meta is very open on that. Um, sure. So. For the first uh, Thursday morning event, we have Good Old Days. Uh, this is another one where I feel like, you know, you can largely do what you want. It's 430 points, 16 figures. There's no gimmicks to this format. Um, I don't know. Either either you want to start with an army. Sure. <laughs> I mean, so the thing that sticks out to me in this format and in several others is that the figure limit is pretty limiting. It's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if you if you pump that even up to 18, it, it really changes what plays um and the fact that you're at 430 makes some of the obvious cheese builds a little difficult like uh you can't do like milf green skills raylan uh well you can't be out only get two squads it's not as good um so for me uh the builds that kind of jump out to me are are, are pretty high cheese not too surprising in a format like this uh i see rats times three raylan q9 Morrow warriors drop two rats uh tenth times three Raylan Morrow Warriors drop one tenth. Um those are ones that stick out to me as like kind of meta game monsters. You could go knights times three Gilbert Alistair, but given the the two I just mentioned, I don't really like that one that much. But I don't know if other people are gonna I I don't expect many people to run the rat one that I said, but that tenth one, I would not be surprised to see people running. So that makes me not want to run the the Knights and Knights of West End with Gilbert and Alistair. So um you can do stingers there's there's a few other options that um but th those are the ones that kind of came to me first axe grinders and q10 i don't know there's some others but i don't know so what what you got you have anything nathan i i didn't have anything straight up for that i was uh, throwing around a couple ideas but like you said the, the 16 is a little uh on the low side you're not going to see uh, like like a big heavies build um with the, with that 430 and 16 um i mean what's the best you could do uh three of I, them grimnak and ornak or three of them ornak uh grimnak you could do uh, iraq and mara warriors but like you're like having to drop something it none of them like you said 18 makes it easier but 
Um, yep. Yeah. That's where I was, too. Yeah, I think uh, that's definitely that was part of the reason um, by by design on on the figure limit, of course. And, uh, I, you know, I think there's definitely some stuff with like Braxis and rats or I think rats are still pretty good in this format just because three squads gives and then you still have tons of points for support heroes um, or even Mara warriors. You know, the 16 limit doesn't hurt rats as much um, just because you don't need as many. Right. It, it's, it's kind of a weird thing because I think when Gen Con started limiting figures, I think they were trying in some aspect to hurt rats because of, you know, they're thinking like how cheap the rats are. But at the end of the day, you just like and I guess back in the day, some people would run like five or six squads. But that's just excessive. You know, you don't need that many to really get value. Um, or, or you saw you saw like rat stinger builds really get hit hard. Right. But but that it doesn't ne- have nearly the effect on, you know, rats and uniques. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's why you saw it so popular in formats such as Team Tourney and that type of thing. Um, so uh, here, you know, I, I think Braxis is good in this meta. Um, I think Krav are good in this meta. I expect to see a lot of range. Um, I, I don't know that I would play melee. If I did, I would probably lean towards dwarves with something like, you know, three dwarves, uh, Nilfheim. And uh, does so that doesn't quite fit with like Maros, but like there's definitely something you could do with like three dwarves, Nilfheim, Marku Asamu, or you know, there there's ways to go with dwarves. I feel like dwarves have good enough matchups um just overall that it's okay. You know, and you could potentially do bonding dwarves here too. I'm not as big of a fan of bonding dwarves because as um as Adam already said, tenth or tenth are good in this format. Um you know, you could even see potentially somebody I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's necessarily great, but I wouldn't be surprised this see like three tenth Marcus and Raylan, you know, and you still get Marku with that, you know, I, 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 it's I just consider that one as well. Yeah. I, I'm, but I guess the axe grinder build that I liked the best was actually four squads in Q10 drop an axe grinder, um, which does let you ping at 10th from seven spaces away, which is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not a great matchup even there, but yeah. it is, uh, it is doable. So, right. Right. Um, I mean, the nice thing with non-bonding doors is the six move. Um, I, I found they can trade pretty decently into 10th. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't dislike that build. But I, I think it's largely, you know, a fairly open format. People in a format like that, people aren't just going to be running what they think is best. They're going to be running some other stuff, too. You know, you're going to see a mix. You're going to see the Knights, uh, the one that um, Adam thought up, you know, the three Knights, Gilbert, Alistair. You're going to see somebody playing that. You know, you're, you're going to see a wider variety on something like Good Old Days. Sure. Um, so then we have reverse draft reverse draft is a tough one to, to talk about, um, you know, with any, with saying anything about meta specifically, um, I don't know, Adam, any thoughts on this one, uh, you know, about the meta? I mean, this one's my other baby, this in Delta, right? So, uh, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, the thing that the mistake people make is thinking that like, it doesn't matter what army you pick. Um, because it's reverse draft and you can figure it out and you can draft anything to balance that. I mean, it's technically true, but in reality, it, it's not a way to it's win not, a tournament. Uh, and we had, we've had people play like overpowered armies figuring like, Hey, Oh, I can just get it drafted down or super underpowered armies. I can just draft the other guy's army down. But what you end up with is these like really weird, funky matchups with not that many figures involved where it's super high variance and nobody's really familiar with how it plays it's not a good way to do it. You're not helping yourself. And it's also not that fun to play that way. So what I always tell people with reverse the draft is like the same thing you would tell people in any tournament, which is play something, you know, that you're comfortable with and that you're comfortable playing against. 
but also pick something that's like kind of scalable and mid-tier. Like don't pick something where like any piece removed is going to totally hose it. Like the the one like mid-tier army I would advise people to not play is Elf Wizards. Yeah, please don't. Because it, it, it's really – because if your army is the better army and it has to get drafted down, it's really weird and difficult to draft that in a way that, that works. So that's – like I would just say pick something that's got either commons or like kind of some interchangeable parts where like you can remove different things and it still works. Just – yeah, like like don't – don't like don't like box yourself into a corner with your army design. That's that's like kind of the only advice I have in that format. Um, everybody every time I've seen someone be successful in that format, they played something they knew well. Like that's the bottom line. So Veg, you played chasers in that last time. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. You did well with Shocker. Chasers. Yeah. I, I did well when I played Torkoal on that format. Weird. Weird. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm kind of going along that line. I'm playing three blades, Grimnak, Nirak, Ornak, Tornak, and Onanashi. Just going, just going the worst grunt route, but you know, an army I've played a million times. So um, I was considering going something, something really weird, you know, like something along the lines of what I would do for main event. But you know, just first event of the weekend that I'll be playing. Just gonna want to start off with something a little easier and something I'm not gonna have to think about as much in the drafting process. You know, because I tried one test game against my buddy with uh, a, a really bizarre army and I just didn't, I didn't even like it's, I ended up drafting out his army too much um, because it, you have to take into account so many factors when, when bidding, you have to take into account their skill. And if you misjudge that at all, you know, if they manage to figure out your army and you're not expecting, which is what happened there, I was like, wait, you're not supposed to be playing it that well. You're supposed <laughs> to be playing it poorly. Uh, so then it was like, Oh crap, I bid this way too much down. So that, that's why I'm going the blades route, something nice and easy. And, Right, and, and that's a great army because not it can get it can get drafted down with the commons or with the heroes. You've got a lot going there. I guess I guess you're you're ten points short of being able to throw uh, Marku in there instead of uh, instead of Odinashi. I'm not assuming. sure I'd want to give Just them because with Ornak in there, I know you want Marku. <laughs> Marku's broken with Ornak. Ornak costs one twenty. You heard it here first. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what people do with that one as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the, the great part here is we're going to um, for people to get their prize raffle tickets, um, their, their raffle tickets for their just prize tickets, whatever you want to call them for the for the prize table. Uh, they have to turn their card into me with their army on it. So it's impossible for these if they want prizes, they need to turn in their armies. So I'll, I'll have all the data um, for all the events. Nice. Nice. We should we should we should adopt that at Gen Con next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for Thursday afternoon, we're looking at um, Anything Goes at first. So it's 600 points, 12 figures. It's Marvel inclusive. Um, it's not custom inclusive, despite the name. Uh, that name is just, uh, you know, it, Sinatra does a great version of that. So uh, that's that's where that comes from. Big Sinatra fan. So you Nathan, like jazz. you want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unironically, yes. Um, Nathan, why don't you kick us off with with some Anything Goes thoughts? Yeah, my my first thought with anything goes is that uh, you what you don't want. Well, there's two things you don't want. You don't want to bring something that's Marvel just as like a a random like throw into your army like that. You don't want to try to build something around Hulk and you don't want to, I don't know, like throw in Spider-Man. There's no reason to do like either of those things. So anything that I see succeeding with Marvel is uh, I mean, obviously, Captain America, anything is pretty good. 
Um, and you, you throw Captain America with fourth. But on the other side, you also need to make sure that if somebody ha- has brought something that's Marvel, that you need something that can punch through it. Um, and obviously, a, a big um, a big component of that is uh, Braxis. So I expect to see a lot of Braxis builds in Anything Goes, just as the potential to gas something. Um, and the other the other thing goes into that is it's 12 figures. So even if you're not going Marvel, you're going... I mean, there's only 12 figures on the board. Anytime you can take out one or two or three of those in one turn, um, no matter their defense, um, that's going to be a big play. Um, so I'm trying to remember the Braxis build that I was thinking of this afternoon. I got Maybe if somebody has another one, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, 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 so I have two builds. I have, the, I have my Braxis build, then I have the build I would actually play. So, so my, my Braxis build is Braxis, Raylan, Three Squads of Green Scales, and Krug. Okay, I think I had that one with maybe Kimanawa, but it's the same same idea. I I just like Krug because there's gonna be, like you said, there's gonna be a lot of Braxis. You know, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of Braxis. There's gonna be, and there's gonna be big hitters. There's gonna be. Yeah, you like Krug in, in either of those situations for right. sure. Um, but but the build that I that I really like, uh, and I the one time I played Mix Marvel in uh, at Gen Con, which is I want to say 2012. Um, I, I ran a similar army to this. It was a it, so the army I would run is Thanos, Marvel Warriors, Isamu, and six Black Wormlings. So you lead Thanos, you blast their biggest threats. When Thanos dies, you can go to Black Wormlings to get two revive chances a turn, and Black Wormlings are really good against all the Marvel figures, and uh, and they're you know good against any high value medium figure. The only things they're bad against are like Braxis and Krug and things like that. And things that Thanos is going to take out. Exactly. Uh, and but then, you uh, just play like an Azazel or Azazel army. It's a bit Azazel-like for sure. Uh, it, I mean, Thanos is basically pumped up Azazel, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, man, that's that's rough. It's, it's a I pretty like gnarly it. army. I, like I, I do feel like, like it is the meta to me, but I don't think a lot of people think about the meta of this of this format. Um, the last time, like again, 2012, I drew the other Thanos player in the first round. We were the only two people in the tournament playing Thanos. Uh, he had like Thanos and Spider Man, and I can't remember what else. So like I, I should have won, but his revives were way hotter than mine, and he won, and then he ended up making finals. Um, so uh, I, I think I think it's the best play in these low figure count Marvel heavy environments but then if, if people know you're going to play it they can respond with the braxis and the stuff like that so yeah which is where i came out on if if i was playing i would be doing braxis three hounds Raylan, marku just hounds <laughs> prey on wormlings braxis to gas Sorry. thanos that that's my goal is just like screw the wormling players uh i'm just gonna <laughs> roll over them that that was kind of my counter build to to braxis that build specifically hounds it's hilarious yeah um and actually, so the one my dad is, it, it, my dad's not sure if he's playing Betrayal or anything goes yet. I'm playing Betrayal. Um, but so the one he's thinking of is uh, actually kind of like a Marvel throw-in type, but not really. Because Venom still serves a purpose in that yeah. army. So it's it's Venom, Krug, Q9, and three dividers. 
Um, I think dividers, you know, Braxis and Wormlings aren't great for them, but against a lot of the other things, dividers are pretty decent into, you know, three squads of dividers is just a lot of value, in my opinion, for 150. Um, and especially against like the fourth mass army, you know, the cap, big Drake and three fourth, if somebody runs that or two fourth and Sam Brown, even um, I, I think dividers provide pretty decent value. They're just not great into, into Wormlings specifically, um, but you can tie stuff down with them. They, they last a while and, uh, you know, it's really Q9, Krug, and Venom. That's that's what it comes down to, is that you can throw a lot of dice there. Yeah. It's going to be a high-variance event, for sure. Like, yeah. There's going to be some big roles deciding event, deciding games, you know, whether it's a, a, a gas attempt with Braxis or just, you know, somebody rolling six attack dice on, you know, six defense and somebody goes all skull whiff and something goes poof. You know, things like that are going to happen a lot in that event. So That's what you get when you get... 50 points for, per figure yeah. at a, at a, yeah, I mean, on average. Yeah. On average, right. Yeah. I will say one of the features of the event is I don't think Raylan's that great in the event just because everything throws atta- so, much, so many attack dice and with all the auto kills, like Raylan's not great. So like even that Hound's Army, I'm not sure. That was my initial draft I sent to Necroblade. Um, and like it has 120 left. It doesn't need to be Ray, uh, Raylan Marku for that. So it'd be, it could be like three Hound's Braxes, like, you know, maybe... I don't know, Hydra. I, I don't love Hydra in the format. Maybe Kanan. I don't love that. Krug. Oh, Krug. There you go. So yeah. that that's what I would be doing, I guess. Is three that's hounds, that's not bad. Braxis, Krug, Hounds, yeah. yeah. That, w- that would be a tough one for my for my Thanos army, for sure. Just because, uh, you know, I, I'd go straight for Braxis and then just... But then I kind of have to hope that I could take out enough Hounds. Uh, with normal with, attacks. Yeah, that uh, that the Mar Warriors can kite it at the end. It's 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 a it's kind of a it's it's a tough spot for sure. Yeah. So let's move on to betrayal. Um, sure. betrayal. I gotta actually change pages because that was for the old betrayal format. For the new betrayal format, um, so it's 530 points, 20 figures. You steal all copies of any army card of the opponents. Um, I don't think mine is optimized, but I I like mine a lot. Um. Do I even have it written down? Oh, I do. Yes. So I actually want to hear, I want to hear y'all's thoughts first. And then I'll tell you mine, because mine is kind of, uh, kind of outside what you would be thinking. Okay. It's like somewhere it's somewhere it's won all its test games against good known builds. And it's somewhere like on the edge of Meanville, you know? Uh, yeah, so so I, I, I have a feeling you're probably gonna break the rules I'm about to say, but like my feeling on this is that when I when I'm approaching this, I want something that's like basically coherent, but it doesn't have to be super coherent. It has to have everything has to be good. Like I think it's a yeah. I think it's a bad idea to like put in things that are only good in your army and try to like it, it doesn't work that well. But like I like keeping my targets small. So like I wanna make it so nothing's worth more than 120 so that you can't steal too much from me. So I don't, uh, do you want to go first or should I throw out what I'm looking at? You, you go, Adam. Okay. So like one I was looking at was uh, Raylan, Mara Warriors, Three Squads of Rats, Cayman, Hydra, Marku. Um, so it's just, it's just a, it's a rat. I mean, the, the nice thing about Death Reavers in a format like this is they kind of play with whatever I steal from the other guy. Like Death Reavers just give me board control. Even even if I have melee with Death Reavers, I don't mind it. Uh, you know, it it's not ideal, but it works fine. And it and I can just kind of throw anything in there. My biggest concern is just somebody not giving me something good to steal. 
um, because I am kind of hitting a lot of the, the big hits there with Raylan Mar Warriors and Cayman. Like, and I, I guess I could still steal a Hydra even if I have a Hydra. So it's really Raylan Mar Warriors, Cayman, I feel like are all going to be very common in this format. So there's a little bit of a concern to hit all three of those. But at the same time, if somebody's got all three, then they can't steal from them. And, and if somebody steals Mar Warriors, like they just stole 50 points. And I can steal. Can you, question about the format. Can you steal? Like, can you steal a, like a duplicate and then drop like drop it? And then yeah. what happens if you both steal the duplicate? Does, is it just fine? Yep. Like, so how's that so, work? I never run into that, but I imagine you could. Right. So if Adam and I both bring Raylan and we both let's say so scenario one, both Adam and I bring Raylan, neither of us steal Raylan. We both play our own Raylan. Scenario two, both of us steal Raylan, which means we both still play our own Raylans. I mean, I guess technically we could switch the figures, but it's just going to be easier. Scenario three, I steal Adam's Raylan and Adam doesn't steal mine. I take his Raylan from him, but basically I'm just saying you have to sit her, right? I can't run two right. Raylans on the board, yeah, yeah. but I do strip the army. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's why like a actually, weird prisoner's dilemma. Well, and so that's why I'm actually trying to stay away from Raylan in the format is I would rather just be able to steal her and not even have to enter that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, other, another one I looked at was was like Crav Laglor. Um, you know, instead of maybe one of the squads of rats, uh, and and you know maybe like instead of Cayman. Um, it's it's a little bit funkier, but I I think I think Laglor is a little underrated, and uh and I, I like I like that sort of early snipe, it just just as a way to kind of if the armies are sort of disorganized, because you are gonna get these kind of hodgepodge armies to some extent in this format, um the ability to kind of snipe from nine spaces away uh is more valuable than usual I think because their people's armies won't have like that coherence. And uh, that where they can withstand that while they're approaching. My issue with that is I think you'll see a lot of like you know one to two squads of Phantom Knights, and I don't That's love true. Crav in that meta, you know. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. So so what, what do you, do you think what were you of? I was gonna say what do you think of something like um like a like a double bonder army? Uh, people always come up with these uh, cute ideas. Yeah. So I, there's less of them in VC. There's less of them in not VC. Um, but you could do something like uh, two dwarves, three Romans, Magrim, um, uh, and then you know you have 120 left over. So you could either you know throw in one thing, or you could throw in um, uh, Mebrick saw or something, uh, and and then and fill it out from there. The 20 figure limit, so we don't run into that. But actually, you still run into the 20 figure limit there because you're running five full squads. Yeah. Right. And I so feel the, like there's no great way to make that really work, even though it seems like a tempting idea. And and I think it just it just loses to rats too. I mean, uh, again, I mean maybe maybe not that many people run rats. I don't know. I don't know how pe- how people can approach this. Obviously, I would run rats, but <laughs> well, no, so, I would not want to face your army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I come I came up with a couple of double bonding like one I was thinking about and I still might honestly I still might mulligan into it is two heavies two blades Grimnak, Ornak, Nirak, Marku um that's it's strong <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually I think it won the the online version of this um at, 
the same point total or just about the point, same point total. So like it's, it's, it's definitely viable. Um, I feel like you, you got to take the heavies away from that army. Like, well, and that's, that's my issue playing it is I feel like if they can theoretically trade their two squads of heavies into my two squads of blades, now I have those heroes into whatever else, all the rest of what they have. Do you see what I mean? That's why yeah. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm taking the heavies all day, even if I have absolutely no bonding for it. I, I, I just, I just have to deny you that much common squad goodness i will say i don't dislike ornak in the format though because i think there are going to be a decent number of Ukar heroes hydra cyprian so it's that was kind of my upside there right is if i steal a good Ukar hero you know let's say i steal a molten claw i steal whatever gets used you know i think or, there's or hydra you know hydra for sure yeah. yeah um i think there's one with like death chasers you you can do three blades two death chasers ornak me rack me burks ogre pulverizer you know um, but again, you're just running into the issue like they, they'll just take your blades, trade the blades into the death chasers, and then you're left with heroes. And it's just not a good situation. Um, yeah. I, I do. How much of a meme is like uh, it, it's definitely a meme. One meme army I was thinking of was Zelrig, Skahin, Kamen, Raylan, Odonashi, Asamu. You know, Zelrig, but you don't have anything for Zelrig to bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <That's>, it, it's, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> the, it's 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 uh... it's. Yeah, that's that feels very much like a meme to me. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Um, I, I don't think I'm gonna play that, but I'm still on like there's like a five percent chance I play that. Um, what is there any chance anybody runs like I'm trying to think of the like best possible scenario for that guy. Like, what if you're, what if you know if you could run into somebody who's running like a a double dragon build with green scales because dragons are you could be fine with dragons without green scales, right? If they take one of them, one of your dragons, you still have. A, a dragon right but i think those are just too high points to make it attractive at all right if you're running three green scales and uh something like let's see three greens um how much can you fit nilfheim does that leave you room for molten claw right like something like stupid like that um, I, I just i just feel like giving something to nilfheim is such a such a question yeah you know you don't want to do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true there's not enough. Uh, we need more 120 point dragons. Yeah. I, anyway. um, and, and that's the problem with that style of build is you start thinking, okay, well, I have to make my dragons weaker. And then you realize you're just like and playing an intentionally weak. weak army at that point, right? Yeah. Friend. So like, so like that that that's the trap to avoid in this format is to create something that's intentionally weird and not optimized because of the format. You want something that when you look at it. You say, okay, that's a decent army. And then you realize you're going to lose something, and you're like, well, it's still going to be a decent army. That's, that's to me, how you play the format. Yeah, I'd be curious for sure. So I want to bounce one off real quick. This is what my buddy Hound's rule is planning on playing. Um, I do want your thought real quick, and we've tested it. It seems pretty good. Um, Two-tenth, two-fourth, Marcus, one Phantoms, one Mezzos. I mean, I would steal the tenth for sure. Um. It's, and it's drop one. It's drop one each of the tenth and the fourth. You're only bringing seven of each squad. You get to. You can't but, drop before but you get the to other, the table. The other person would get eight if they stole it, right? Or, no. Or so so you sit any if, oh, if you're you over the figure limit, you dance. sit for the whole event. So if nice. if you're walking to the event with 22 figures in your army, you say these two will be sat for every single game. So yeah. in that in that build, you say it's only t- seven tenth or seven fourth. You know. Yeah, yeah I would. So that's would, that's coming down closer to one twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's decent. Again, it's, it's, it just feels 
little hodgepodgey. Like, I feel like I'd rather, at that point, I don't know, do you go to squads and mezzos and just kind of trust that people are, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you could push up the mezzos and the phantoms potentially, and people are um, going to be still willing to take the 10th. But but I guess you have too many squads at that point, right? So you have to right. pick one. Yeah. So do you think it's better? So my, my issue is if you go to two squads of phantoms, it makes the phantoms seal too easy. Yes, uh, 100%. Yeah. If, I, so, if I have two squads of phantoms, I'm taking them. So should it be two mezzos of Samu instead of one phantoms, one mezzos? I mean, Asamu is really nice in this format because it's it's a free add to your army. Like yep. no no one's stealing Asamu. Um, if if they have if they have seven tenth, let's say they steal your seven tenth, you have seven fourth Marcus and four Mezzos in Asamu. Like you're probably fine with that, right? It's a decent army, but they still have the rest of their army. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. Right. Well, you're banking. You're, you're definitely banking on stealing something pretty. You know, stealing something decent. Um, I will say the one nice thing about the one phantoms is in this format, expecting to see other people with like one or two phantoms, like it makes those phantom steals even better for you. You know, that's one thing to right. consider with that. And it and it puts your opponent if they have let's say two squads of phantoms and you have a squad of phantoms, makes them more likely to want to take the one phantoms over let's say the tenth because the phantoms would do so well into the tenth. So now they they might not even steal the the tenth. Do you see what I mean? So that that's like that's what happened in one of our test games when I was playing like a wormling army. I don't think the wormling armies are really there. Um, I know some I, people will run, but they're they're just not good enough on themselves. I, so the one I'm actually going to play more than likely is it breaks your rule by a mile. Um, <laughs> so it's Braxis, Hydra, two squads of dwarves, Mara warriors, and Asamu. Braxis, Hydra, two squads of Mar, two squads of axe grinders, Mara warriors, Asamu. Hmm. No, it's not bad because everything's good into Braxis. I feel like I'm still taking Braxis and just trusting that the rest of my stuff can kill your stuff. And that's what's happened every game and every game it's failed in testing. We'll see how it goes, but that's that's been the, the common theme is it's not hard to kill Braxis with that army. Everything is specifically I, I, I mean, kicked out, you know? I might take the I might take Axe. What? Well, I'm tempted to take axe grinders, but it probably depends a lot on what else my army is. Right. Well, I guess I'm thinking of the perspective of I'm playing my my rat podge, but then I'm I'm also thinking like, what are you going to take from me? If you if if I think you're going to take Raylan, then I'm going to take Braxis. But if I think you're going to take rats or Hydra, then I'd rather take the Hydra. So it's an interesting, it's like, it becomes kind of a poker game if we played. I mean, I'm not going to be there. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? (laughs) But so that's, I was trying to come up with builds with really high point figures trying to break the rules. And I accidentally stumbled on this one with, uh, you know, and I'm not saying it's the best in the format, but I think I'm going to play it just because nobody's going to be expecting something like that, right? I feel like I'm going to be the only Braxis. It's probably true. And, And it's interesting because you'll be able to steal so many Raylans, so people are going to be tempted to take that Braxis. So it's it's an interesting spot for sure. Yeah. All right. So now we're looking at multiplayer mayhem. Um, I mean, I'll start. Basically, I think the the name of the game is range or fast melee, right? So I think like three yeah. or four phantoms of Samu is really good in this. Uh, I think so that's the super super obvious army in my opinion. Yeah. Of Samu. Like like you if you you either you either beat that or you have an answer for it. Like, yep. 
So like Q9 and Laglor, Q9, Krav. I don't love Krav in this format, honestly, though, because of all the fandoms. So Q9, Laglor, as much as I hate to say it. um, It's a completely logical army. (laughs) Yeah. I Uh, think uh, the one I'm leaning towards is three cutters, Cayman and Marku, just because you don't bleed points at all. Three cutters, Cayman, Marku. I mean, I'm concerned about the Q9s. I am. I am, too. Um, uh, my my hope is to uh, just dodge them. I mean, the, well, the, the other thing is, if you're a, if you get a three or four player game, you just take somebody else out. Yep. And you like you don't have to you don't have to win the game. You just have to get points right. um, by getting kills, and you can get those. It's weird because you can get them by suboptimal strategy. You don't have to play to to be the last player on the board. Uh, right. You can still get. Uh, you know, if it's a four-player game, whatever, a three-player game, you can still get those two points out of just go out in a blaze of glory and, you know, two or three of the other players take you out. But as long as it's not just one person, you can get your fair share. Yeah, yeah the, the army that I like but don't like is like Grimnak, Nirak, Three Squads of Blades. Uh, it's fast. Uh, it can it can get a lot of kills, but... Q9. I, yeah. Yeah, Q9, Q9 is, an is such a monster in this format. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I, I wish I wish I was confident just running two squads of grubs, but I'm not. So I can't really run Torkoma. Um, I think you can make an argument for Vipers in this format for four squads of Venix and, and uh, Mittens. It's I mean, it seems crazy. But the thing is, like, you're not exposing a lot of points per turn. You're just sending three out there. If they frenzy, you get a bunch of points. And then they get killed and you send some more and and you're just trying to you're just trying to get points, you know, um, huh. it's still bad into Q9. But uh, but what isn't? Uh, it's kind of what we're coming to. I mean, it. Um, I think you can make an argument for Cyprian. I personally don't like it um, just because he's he's giving up a lot of points. You know, he's he's a big target. Talk especially because you, and you it, for um, Cyprian. You can get points off him a lot, right? Yeah, you right. he's worth way more than the 150 because he heals up. You get more wounds on him. Um, yeah. Every single wound is worth however much it's worth, 25. Yeah, and you can get that 10 times in a game, and yeah. you don't want. That's not <laughs> yeah, to your yeah, benefit. He, he, at yeah, any he's point. slot machine for sure. You can just yeah. keep. You can keep throwing. You stuff could even out. you could even troll the format and like give up attacks, um, right? If yeah. you're playing against like in Endgame. You just like get one wound. Okay, I'm done. I'll get another wound. Okay, I'm done. Get another like four go attacks if you're playing against Cyprian. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> there is there could be some really really crazy end games in this format with the. Uh, it's unlikely that the things will get to that spot, but there there theoretically can be some crazy end games in these uh in these kill point formats. Yeah, I'm starting to like my dad's option the most now. Um, talking through it is. He's he's doing three dwarves, Derek Marku, which is really solid. Yeah, it's it's decent into Phantoms and it's good into Q9. And what else do you need? Yeah, <laughs> it should it should be hand, like it's good enough to handle whatever random crap is there too. Like the only one that's really bad for it if something if somebody runs like three tenth one mezzos like something like that. But that's just like so bad into Q9 and so bad into Phantoms that. You know, not necessarily so bad into Phantoms. It can do some work into Phantoms, but it's not good. Um, so I, you know, I, I actually tried two Quasatch 
heirloom in a home three-player game and like if class legend didn't bleed so many freaking points they'd actually be good in this format but they just bleed to like every time a class edge dies it's just like oh i just gave you 33 points like it's just it feels so it's bad a lot <laughs> yeah I, you could make an argument for some arrow grunt form uh armies in this um uh krug obviously is great into q9 and decent into phantoms um uh, the aerogrets themselves are terrible into both. Right. That's uh, <laughs> kind of your problem. And, yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that it, the uh, Memoring is also a great sniper. I think a somewhat underrated sniper, but I, I don't think the points quite work for it. So. Right. Yeah. I, I think you basically, can you beat Phantoms? Can you beat Q9? If so, it's a decent army. That's kind of where I am. Or at least can you get points off them? Because like, if right. you're, if you're playing Vipers, you don't care if you can beat Q9. You just care if you can kill something. Unless you draw double Q9, you're okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's also, you think about that stuff, and then you also think about how good is my army to, like, the random crap you're going to see. Because at the end of the day, like, at least 50% of the field is going to be random crap. That's just the way Gen Con events work um, and Scape Con events. Like, I'm just presuming it's going to be that. And I just feel like Cutter's dumpster, the random crap, um, Cutter's Cayman. Uh, it's not good into Q9. Like, Cayman's my only play into Q9, obviously. Uh, but, you know, Cayman, Cayman can at least, you know, if Cayman can put two onto, onto Q9, sure, I've lost 120, but I picked up 90 points. If my cutters are going at somebody else, you know, I, I feel okay with that. Um, you know, it's not ideal, but Cayman's also very good at the Phantoms. You know, cutters are just, they just don't bleed points. So um, you, you, you could go cutters crub. <laughs> I mean... It's not, it's huh. not crazy. You know, I mean, like you get, you, cause Krug, Krug is about the best guy to dumpster Q9. And I don't think you're going to see a lot of Q9 rats or Q9, um, you know, sort of screening units. It doesn't really make sense in the format. So and Krug over Krug Marku over Elta Hill. I think so. Uh, you, you could, I mean, it depends. I mean, Elta Hill's great against Phantoms. So maybe you do it that way just because you think you're going to see a lot of Phantoms. And it's probably my, probably better against the random crap, like you said. So, um, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, that's definitely something to th- consider. Uh, cool, cool. So, uh, VC four by four. Um, I mean, this is largely a new is, format, never and, before played. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've actually covered a couple. Um, oh no, that's true. This one has truly never been played. Um, I mean, this is largely standard 4x4 with the addition of Quahan Spiders, um, Incendiborgs if you want to do them with Rats and Krav, and um, Cathar. Yeah, um, the, the Scourge of Heavies. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, I guess it depends what you're... I mean, when I think of, like, my standard uh, 4x4, I mean, what I'm always wondering is, like, which army am I putting railing in, right? So, and then I, I kind of build from there. So my... Uh, in my, my, in my standard 4x4 builds, I'm always thinking, like, I'm going to run a knight build that doesn't need Raylan. I'm going to run a, a rats and range build that doesn't need Raylan. And I'm usually running, like, a fourth build, although it depends on how tight the, the space and figure limit is. But here, uh, I can run Spearmen, and I don't, don't need the... They don't need Raylan. So I can run just... I mean, like, four squads of Spearmen and Marcus is a pretty obvious and pretty awesome build. Uh, and to be honest, it's so obvious and so awesome that it makes me question whether I want to really want run four knights and Gilbert Nasamu. I still probably would and just cross my fingers that I don't run into it. Uh, but it's not great. Um, I still, I still kind of lean towards 10th Reg as my Raylan army. 
but I can definitely make an argument for Quahan spiders or nil green scales. That's that's kind of where I am with this format. And yeah, rats, Q9, crab, whatever. <laughs> so I, I would not run Death Chasers, Raylan, just because I think it's pretty bad into Spearman, and I'd rather have my Raylan army be good against Spearman, because why not? So, yeah. Anyone else? Uh, I, th I think that Cathar build is, is you're going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're just going to run it. Um, I, I think Quahan, you're going to see as well. Um, I would, I mean, this is going to be released after the fact. I'm sure that Chris Perkins is going to run a Quahan build in this event. Um, I, I can't see it being otherwise. Um, I, I know he is for a fact for what it's worth. I talked to him so about it a couple of weeks ago. What's that going to be? Four, four squads and four squads and Mar Warriors? Uh, I mean, if he's if he's not running Raylan, yes. Oh, no, actually, no, actually that doesn't fit, right? Because that's uh, 160. No, 160. 160. Oh, it does. does that does fit. Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely an argument. The other argument would be three squads of spiders and Raylan. Um, so you, you could go either way. And then and then you have room for Simon, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that's uh although you know whether you want Asamu in your Gilbert army but that's do people put Marcus in four by four I have never played four by four because I've never been to Gen Con and nobody runs it except Gen Con right so do people put Marcus in four by four armies in uh, like a, a tenth yeah what so what's the what's the like stock tenth four by four army that, well, four tenth Marcus or or four tenth uh Raylan Marku those are your two yeah. But I, I so tend to you, see. Go ahead. I was gonna say, so it, you can still run that uh, with as well as the Cathar build if you uh, switch ca uh, Marcus for Raymond, right? I, I would always run Marcus over Raymond, but if you want to have Marcus somewhere else, I mean, you get the plus one move either way, so it doesn't matter. Um, I think there's I, an argument. I, yeah, I think there's an argument too, just for doing like four Cathar and Krav and just ignoring the move bonus, saying, okay, my Cathar are already good enough into into melee, give me some help into range, which is what the Krav do, you know? I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've uh I've run that army before. It's it's good. And shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, I, I think you're I, you're on the nose with the, the Raymond play as well, though, Nathan. Like you absolutely can do that. And the Marcus with 10th. I tend to see Marcus more with 10th. I tend to see Raylan more with Stingers. That's a much more popular one is five Stingers, Raylan, Mark, who you see that all the time in four by four. So, yeah, um, so not my favorite army, but it's good. Yeah, so. I tend to run that as my one ranged army. So, sure. um, yeah, I, my only thing is I would not be playing heavy gruts. <laughs> Yeah, heavy gruts. Yeah, it's 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 not a it, it's never been a great format for heavy gruts to be honest. Uh, just Excuse the, me. I don't know. You you think heavy gruts? You, well, you just want to run four squads and and and, um, and, and Chompy or no three three Grimnak Mirak Marku. Okay. I don't think I've I think I've played it most years in four by four. I don't know that I've ever lost with it in four by four. I, I couldn't tell you every matchup I've ever played with it, but like it consistently gets me gets me the dub. Next up, we have sideboards, which is 750. Um, you bring a 750-point pool, and you build down to a 420-point army with up, uh, with 16 figure limit on that 420-point army. There's no figure limit on the pool. Um, if if you had to rename this format after a figure, Adam, what would you name this? Oh, I would come name on. it. This I would name the this the 
the the Raylan and two armies armies (laughs) must share a ring. It works exactly like that. Like the points, like I I wasn't thinking, Nathan. (laughs) You bring bring Raylan and you have a 330 and a 340. Yeah, I, I was gonna. Yeah. I, 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 I question your, uh, your, your planning on this one. A lot of them, it seems like you very precisely figured out how to make the format, not have an obvious build. And this one, it's really just like list out your favorite 305 to 330 point or 340 point armies, and, uh, and they work with Raylan, and just figure out which two you want to run. Yeah, it, it was making a lot of formats all at once, and this format I had tested i had never even played or tested at all but i had i had come up with it years ago it never got used um i don't know that i ever even really proposed it or anything but it was just kind of like going through old notebooks and being like oh wait there's this format so i didn't really do a whole lot of thinking beyond that which is how we ended up here um so yeah i let let me hear so so here's what my buddy hounds rule is running and i'll I'll hear if this is similar to yours i know one half is going to be the same as yours um he's actually running this half just to scare people into letting him into not running 10th if that gives you a hint as to his other half but his army is raylan q9 three rats marku isamu three knights gilbert so he just wants to play three knights gilbert raylan and have a good time so he wants to scare people out of playing 10th uh that was my idea right he was just like oh i want to just play knights in this in this event and i was like okay so bring q9 so everybody's afraid to run 10th into you so yeah yeah well shockingly enough one of my builds is three squads of 10th and marcus and the, yep. and, and the other is q9 two squads of rats and Marvel warriors and and you could throw marku in there but yeah uh, so so yeah yeah these are these are not unfamiliar armies to me and I I did write down the Knights and Gilbert and I wrote down Heavies and Grimnack and I wrote down Nolf and Greenscales, uh, but I think I think I would go with the Q9 and 10th just because at the worst I'm I'm playing uh you know like we're we're playing rock paper scissors to see what the matchup's gonna be that that's the worst case scenario if I'm running those two, so yeah. I don't have a, a ton else to say on that one. Yeah, but uh, I know uh, I know Veggie likes those those Raylan versus Raylan games. So uh, he, he's going to have. Sure we'll see. I'm sure we'll see a hundred of those. Yeah, Mike wasn't thinking super clearly uh, during this point, obviously. But my army's fun. My army is uh, not. It actually has rats. Surprisingly enough, three rats: Raylan, Marl Warriors, Krav, Nilfheim, Braxis. Huh. Interesting. Double Dragon. Double right, Dan and I almost won Team Tourney one year, but we got uh, our last... We were down to Mara Warriors with Unique Attack Lift on height versus One Life, Nigoxa, and uh, our run was ended with a, with a nice 20 there. Uh, it felt bad, let me tell you. Uh, anyways, so yeah, Double Dragon. Um, I you know I can go Double Dragon or I can do any combination of the other stuff. Basically, just choosing which dragon I want based on the matchup, of course. Um, and there's just a variety of smaller pieces there between Mara Warriors, Krav, the Rats, Raylan. You know, there's just a lot of different ways to kit it out. I think there is a good argument for uh, for Braxis in this format just because of how Raylan friendly the format is. Right, exactly. And and I think Nilfheim is, I expect to see some Q9s and stuff, and that's where I don't want Braxis, you know, is I'd much rather have Nilfheim into a Q9 build. So Yeah, especially if there's rats involved. Yeah, exactly. So so that's somewhere, um, and Krav fit into that plan as well. So it's just, you know, uh, just going to be figuring it out on the fly. I don't even remember what my dad's playing. He's, yeah, 
or or my buddies. Oh yeah, my buddies playing the the Knights. Um, so the championship, you know, it's hard to really talk about the meta. Like we're gonna be spending actual cast talking about the meta um, of the main event because it's it's not simple. Um, and it's very open. I I think it's fascinating how it's evolved over the years in terms of like the power level. I think kind of stabilizes as the years go on where people just kind of have an expectation that it's going to be a level of play. Um, and I, I find it's, that- it's so weird because it's like not, there's nothing that defines that like reverse the whipped works at any power level. As long as everybody agrees, there's no <laughs> guidance to that. And ev- like everybody's found this certain thing. Uh, I'll be honest. I think the reverse the whip armies are my least favorite kind of uh, hero escape to play. Like the, the splash armies, the toolbox armies. I, like I more power to you, but nah, I don't know. It's it's not. Yeah. Oh no, we lost him. Oh no, we lost Nathan. Yeah, he's he's muted for the moment. But uh, no, and I I, I get I get what he's saying. I mean, <laughs> to some extent, it's like it's almost like going against everything that makes good armies good. Right. Uh, to to a significant extent, it's like everything you learn when you first start playing, which is like you shouldn't just like distribute your order markers all over the place. You shouldn't have like one X of common squads, like all of the things you learn. It's like you're intentionally making the army difficult to play and like awkward and fragile, um, yep. you know, in service of sort of creating a challenge for your opponents. Uh, you know, I, I, I dislike those armies, too. But on the on the plus side, I always beat them. So it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, um, but any anyway, uh, yeah, there's there's not a ton to say on the format itself. Uh, play what you know. Um, I my feeling is always play something that's pretty low variance and that has answers for multiple things. That doesn't mean you have to play a million one X squads. Uh, if you look at the armies I've played historically, it's usually something pretty coherent uh, compared to the things yeah. that you know some people play. Like I'm usually playing like maybe two different common squads or maybe one common squad and then like a unique hero that kind of complements them. Not not that like it bonds with them, but that like it, it covers some of the bad matchups. Uh, so things like that um, are, are, are what I've been successful with. Uh, so you can you can go lots of ways. I, I will also say like the year I won of late, the, the 2017 year was probably the year I did the worst job of guessing the meta. So like, don't worry about it. You're just going to have to play well <laughs> like, and get lucky at the right times because I Lord knows I got lucky at the right times that year. So. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, the, and the year before that 2016 is, I feel like the year I did the best job guessing the meta and I, you know, I lost in semis like I always do. So it, 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 you never really know. So just, just, uh, play something, you know, play something that I, I like to, to use your figure count, like make sure you are not, don't, I don't like to run like a five figure army, run something right. that's got, that got some answers, just be comfortable, yeah. have a good time. Yeah. And of course, Veggie has has like the thread on this. So yes, go read that. True. Be familiar with what you're going to see and your options. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm actually going a little less weird this year. I'm going uh, only two different squads, um, three spiders, Wyvern, two Mohicans, Brave Arrow, Thrakis, Derek. That sounds like an army I'd run. It really it does. Fun. Except, except maybe not Derek. I would probably have like a. Um, Derek Sam. is sweet in that. No, Derek is sweet in that. Excuse me. He's like the rack is I'm just saying I would have had like Sam Brown or. Uh, yeah, or, you'd be playing some boring range crap. We know. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let's move on. So 
day two, don't have to worry about it. Um, four by four, three ninety, um, with only fourteen figures. I mean, it's basically like you know, Q nine rats. Raylan is very good, um, very very good. Three rats, Q nine Raylan. Uh, and I, I, then I don't, I don't, I wouldn't run it though. Uh, to be honest, I would not run that army because because, because, I, because I don't need wars. Raylan to win with Q nine and rats. I really don't. And I, and whereas that helps me a lot more with some other armies. So I, I would not, I would not be running Raylan in that army. I would put, I would, I would give that army a little bit of more offense. I, mean, I don't know. From our something. What? Heirloom? Heirloom, sure, sure. Because that's you fine. only have two figures left. So like Mara Warriors aren't. Yeah, that, that, that's true. Or but you have but, one figure, one figure left. You have one figure. Right. Yeah. Give, give me, give me a feral troll. <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Is my point. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna win with that army. I don't care. I, I, I want to put my, my railing somewhere else. Uh, I'm, yeah. Just, and then just take Kosumet. You won't do it. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's a. Uh, um, it's the, it's all the, it's all the same four by four armies that I mentioned. Uh, er, earlier, just uh, you don't have to worry about Spearman and Quahog. Well, it's only 14 figure limit. That's the big thing, right? So you can't run like four knights Gilbert um, as an army. So you have to run. So, for example, one army that like my dad's running is going to be three dwarves, um, Meagle and Derek, which which fits perfect. Um, So it's just like you're looking at. You're looking at less figure, or maybe it's Mogram and Derek. Is it? I hope yeah, Mogram would be would be. I yeah. hope it's Mogram. It's, that's a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's three <laughs> no. Mogram Derek. We were talking about this on the Discord. Somebody was like, "So when would you ever run Michael over Mogram?" And it's like, yeah, you wouldn't unless like you were ten points flat. Like if you're trying to build the best army, yeah, you got yep. Mogram. Yep, for sure. So. Are we are we up to uh we're on up to general wars and vc bring two let's hit vc bring two first um and then we'll hit general wars so vc bring two first um i'll let you talk about this uh it's strike one variant so the first person that goes strikes one army and says nobody will play this and then you pick out of the other three the the next person then that first person picks out the remaining two i don't have a ton of thoughts on this it's vc inclusive so you know i'd like to hear you guys talk about it right it's interesting because oh yeah, I was going to say it's interesting because I don't think the strike one affects how you uh, approach the building. Uh, it kind of just like stops people from being bad at it and that helps yes. hurting other people's experience. Yes. Um, so you're just going to bring two and anytime you do bring two, I know that's a big OHS format. You just want to make sure your armies are fine against each other. And like that's like the same power level. That's about all you have to worry about. Um so if you're comfortable playing either of your armies against each other, you're all good. I mean, I always like an excuse to run um, like Havocs, Eradicators. I was thinking this could be a fun one for that. You throw in uh, Raylan, so uh, 4X and Raylan. That's 440. Um, no, is that 440? Yeah, that's 440. Um, but you can do uh, Troopers, Microcore Troopers. Um, there's... Um, Things around that level is kind of what I like to throw at these um, events. Um, so uh, oh, my my troopers build was four troopers and Keeman maybe, um, and then you got four Havocs and Raylan. Um, and I, I don't know what I picked there, but uh, uh, I think the er- Eradicators is probably slightly stronger in the matchup. Um, 
but maybe not stronger against other things. So uh, that's anyway, those are some of my like initial thoughts. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I'll say on the format is one of the sort of crutches you can use, or I don't know, crutches is the right word. One of, one of the strategies you can use to, to construct your armies in, in a in a bring to format is to build one army that's kind of generically strong and a second army that is a good counter to the first army, such that they're fairly balanced, even though it is in an absolute sense a weaker army. Uh, and, and one of the advantages of that in the sort of normal bring two is that then you don't have to bring two cheese armies just to make sure you're not hosed if somebody else brings a cheese army and a terrible army and wins the dice off. Uh, so, and I, I've sort of gamed it out and it still works fine. So that's, that's like a strategy you can kind of float out there. It, it doesn't, because if, if somebody uh, wants to strike your cheese army, then, then you're going to have the pick of the other three. And if somebody, uh, and if you're in that position and you don't want to strike your cheese army, then you can just strike one of their others, and then you can play either end of your matchup. So like, it's a still a totally viable strategy. Uh, um, as far as what to bring, again, it's 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 what you like. That's the nature of uh, of of the bring two format. It's what I what I like about the bring two format. Like you really do get to play what you want to play. Uh, so. Um, I, at Gen Con, what in the past obviously hasn't been VC legal. What I've been successful with has usually been some combination of a Torkelna army. I'm giving away no, all my secrets, man. No. A Torkelna army. A uh, I've I've done a lot of like Braxis Hydra rats. You can you can check the video. Uh, uh, there's a video of me playing. I think it's 20, 2013 finals. I think it was uh, of of Bring Two, uh, where I was I was I played rats. Rats Braxis Hydra was my army, and it was a funny army because it was uh, I I I played the Torquil army all four rounds heading into the finals, and then I played I played I only played Rats Braxis Hydra in the finals, but I played against my Rats Braxis Hydra with Torquil and beat it twice during the tournament because I because I think it's the army that everybody thinks is stronger, it, and that kind of was doing what I said before, where Rats Braxis Hydra is a generically strong army, and then Torquil Raylin is is a good counter army. It's not a bad army in general, but it's, a, it's particularly a good counter to that army. Uh, another one I've been successful with is, is Firestorm, Karak, Elementals. Um, that's a little bit of a high variance army, but it works well in this format, I think. But yeah, it's bottom line is play something you like, play something you're comfortable with. If you're having trouble balancing armies, then think of making one that's a good counter to the other. That's an advice, a piece of advice I would give. Within reason, of course, you don't want us to make it like auto lose. You don't want to bring no, like, no, no, no. You, right. you want it to be a pretty balanced matchup. But yeah. the point is, you don't have to make the two armies equal strength in an absolute right. sense. You just need to make right. them good against each other. So make one of them a good counter to the other one, and then you're it, it can be weaker in an absolute sense, and you're still fine. You don't have to worry about making them like even against each other in every sense. Like it's it, you can overthink it. Is all what I'm trying to say. Sure. So. Um, so we've got to wrap this up shortly. Um, we have another, we're recording again in 10 minutes, which is the one that the listeners will hear first, actually. So uh, in 10 minutes, we have to hit the last two formats. And I think we should be able to do it. The first one we have is General Wars, which is 490 points, 24 figure limit, but you can only have up to 195 points of the same common, not uncommon, but you can have 195 points of the same common. Um, and, you know, so you're going to see a lot of 3X Tagle with Samurai Archers, in my opinion. That's going to be it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite 65-point common squad. It's definitely the one. can be paired with any... Oh, wait. Yeah. 
Mezzos and and company. It's the Mezzo event. Uh, yeah, so so one army that sticks out is the one that Veggie. We, we ran a similar one at uh, online time last year, and Veggie won it with uh, Karos, three squads of Green Scales and Savaris. It's a very straightforward uh, Olar army. Olar has run that army in plenty of General Wars formats. Usually it doesn't do that well, but usually it has to go up against like five squads of fourth mass, and here it doesn't. So it's got a little bit of a better chance than it usually does. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there and say I think that's the gatekeeper army. That's army. That's the measuring stick of the format. Like if, if you can't do something better than that army, like if your army isn't better overall in the format than that army, that's army you should run. Um, I think it's I think it's the obvious strong build, I guess is the way I would put it is like so I've actually tried the one his dad ran. I don't think it's we we all tried it at this little New England tourney a month ago. None of us think it's really at the level. Um, the the two knights, two fourth, Raylan Gilbert. It, it's just it's not fun. there. You know, first it's, it's also it's hard to play. It's harder to play than any of these other armies I'm going to suggest here. But it doesn't have the upside of them either. So it's kind of like you're hampering yourself by making yourself play harder. And it's just not that great, you know. So I think the the Charos build is truly kind of the measuring stick of the format. You're not going to believe what Karen squad I want to build around. You would never guess. I'm the Crown Repulsor. That's, no, no, that's my army. That's okay, that's my. This is my Meanville army, maybe. But I've, I've tested it. Yeah, I've tested it. Do, it. It's it pretty well good. It's the armies I would play for reasons that are obvious. Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. So I think Vidar Borgs are really strong in this, and I think Ukgar Borgs are really strong in this. And I think four uh, Repulsors, Zetacron, Raylan, Nilfheim beats a lot of the armies in this format. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You don't bother with snipers, but you have five defense Repulsors. You have... You have 12 of those little bastards. You have six defense, Nilfheim. It's like five defense repulsors. Like nobody else has the defense like that in this format. You have Nilfheim, who's killer, obviously, with six defense with Raylan. You got Zetacron, who like against the Charos, you tie him up with like, you know, some some uh, repulsors and you blast them with Zeta. You can just get some early shots with Zeta, too, to pull people into your pod. Yeah, I've tested it. It's way better than you'd think. It's still not great. I actually... um. The, my issue with repulsors and the reason I'm leaning less into them is I tried a reverse whip style uh, repulsor build into a reverse whip style Tron build and got dumpstered because I hit one out of 15 plagues and zero out of six or seven of the rolls for the, uh, you know, strip the order markers and end their round. Um, so it's like it's there's still a little too they might be a little too high variance, which is why I'm I might not go with them and I might go with something like uh, um with uh i think the obvious best not the obvious best but i think the best outcar build is probably three rats three stingers hydra either one phantoms one mezzo so um, i'm leaning towards that too if not uh shockingly enough that that's on my list um uh i i have i also have three rats three mezzos mar warriors hydra uh three rats three stingers cipher and sonia i don't like that one but i just throwing it out there uh two rats two hydra mar warriors ornak marku and four rats, two Hydra, Mar Warriors, Mubirxa. Yeah. Fun what's armies. The, what's the figure limit? What's the figure Twice limit? It's a, it's full. Oh man. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Man. So, so yeah, I I uh, I'm 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 going rats in this yep. if I played this format for sure. Uh, and I, I think it's it's very strong. Uh, it, it it's cool to run one of them classic rat stinger builds. You don't see those much anymore. Um, mm. and I and I think it's it's pretty strong here. Yes. Um, so uh, I know 
I know Chris Perkins was testing at the event. He was um, testing like four blades, uh, Grimnak, Nirak, Tornak, Mara Warriors, or something along those lines. It was pretty dirty, so I, I might be looking into something like that, or looking at just like two heavies, Grimnak, Nirak, Mara Warriors fits, like stuff like that. Um, it, actually, that fits with point. Uh, no, three stingers with two heavies, Grimnak, Nirak. Maybe you still Mara Warriors. I would have to math it out again. I, I really I like the blade great blade play just because you can fit four squads. Yeah, it's such an edge over over the other um, the other uh, squad figures. Uh, I mean, you're you're restricted to three Death Chasers, which is just nine figures. Like, I feel like six being able to run sixteen blades. You know, it, it, Romans can't do that. Nothing else can really do that except for rats. Which, I mean, that's one that's <laughs> right. high on my list, but. Um, but that that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty solid play. The only thing is I, I'm just not sure. How yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Are you really going to see Q9 though? Like, what's what's the biter? Cody game? Cody tested, uh, and it was it's it was double Tron. Uh, well, you can do that. Obviously, double two of each Tron with Q9 and Black Wormling. I actually tried two of each Tron with Braxis that weekend. It was it was good. Um, the one. Good here, but good. Brown's Krav is exactly 490. Okay. Yeah, those are. Pl- I mean, I I feel like rats do pretty good into all of those. Um. So I'm I I that's why I wouldn't run them. Right. Uh, just because I feel like rats are such a monster in this format. Um. Which is my repulsors yeah. at the medical. I swear to God, if either of you leak the uh, the repulsors, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be I, I happy. Would, I would because... love to see you play that. If you wear, if you wear with that, you know, just hats off for like. I, I think you can you can get into into your own head a little bit in these kinds of formats, like being because really, like I would run rats, but how many people are going to run rats? Right. Right. Like I, that's that's the question. But and, again, and how does that do? How does that do against the the OR build though? Uh, like. It, doesn't Zetacron just get absolutely sniped by Savaris and then um, like I, I don't know what's left after that. I, I like I figure you just you, you can take out everything else with Savaris and Green Scales. I, like I don't know if I'm worried about. I don't know. Maybe I should be, but no, it, it's definitely not easy. But the idea is first of all that you can't let Savaris get into range of Zeta. Zeta starts in the back of the start zone and sits there until Savaris is dealt with, um, because Zeta doesn't ever really need to move up in that build. Um, he's just there for the occasional shot into Charo. So you're really looking to swarm with the the repulsors and get those up. Take because their plink shots into Savaris will put some hits on. You got That's no true. even a one v two is not it's not nothing. And it turns out they actually get height a decent amount of time just because they're so hard to kill and everything else in this format tends to be pretty easy to kill, right? Everything else in this format, most armies are looking at like two to three defense and a lot of their figures. I know, I know Charos is the exception there, but a lot of these builds, you know, stingers can't get Raylan or, you know, um, rats obviously have four defense, but I can, I can plague them. So, you know, I, I'm not saying it's the best army in the format, but it's probably the most unique general wars army I've ever created. So I want to run it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we've seen some unusual stuff do well in general wars. Uh, I mean, uh, William, uh, Major 223, he won with that that Phantom Knight Hydra Mezzo build that I thought was really clever. Um, yeah. You know, so, I mean, so you, you can do some funky stuff in uh, in that format and be successful. Yeah. And, and that, so was, I, that, was, that was a year where, where everybody was running five squads at 10th in Zellrig. It was uh, such, a, such, a, and a, such a garbage army to play against. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yeah. So I guess between the rats and the Vidar, that's what kind of pushes me over the edge to wanting to play that repulsor build. And I think, I think the bringing snipers is a trap in that. Um, it just doesn't work. Like no is just so much better. So, cause you can only get one snipers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Even if you could get two, I think I'm just better off. Like, I, I don't know. I think you're just better off maybe, maybe with two, it changes, but with, with one for sure, you're just better off running, you know, them as a screen and no fine. If you could have a Megacron, then you would be better off. <laughs> I agree. It's a fun army if you've ever run it. I have. I actually do like that army. Um, yeah, that's that's. It's it's. it's I so don't want to spoil just, my format. No, nothing but. more than just the ability to move both squad figures in the same turn changes everything. It's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, anyway. So three-headed um, Hydra. This is my favorite event. This is the one I've pushed for for a while. Um, maybe not pushed for, but I, I've definitely talked about this to people in the past. And uh, not with the B plus and under thing, but just wanting. So X-Wing does this in one of their high profile community run tourneys. Um, I was actually going to go to it and then the pandemic hit that the weekend before. Uh, so it was it was like March 15th was the date of the the what it was supposed to happen. So anyways, I didn't get to go. But it, this is kind of in that style is, you know, some matchup control. I actually worked with Adam on and Dysol, both of them on figuring out how the balance of the picks should go um, to, to try to make the two sides as balanced as possible without making it too complex. My original draft had us had each team bringing seven armies. Uh, that's what they do for crate cup is you bring seven lists and you, you're only going to fly three, but you sit there. So we each, so I ban one of your armies and you ban one of my armies and I ban one of yours and you go back and forth with a couple bands and then you put one thing down, you ban one thing, they pair one thing into it. it it's a whole long, it's complex is what I'm trying I, to say. I, th- so. I think you made the right decision to pair it down. to this. <laughs> and, and I think actually yeah. this is, this is enough, just this one it band. It's enough to make it pretty interesting. I think in general, it's better to pick the matchups than be the one banning. But it's close enough that sometimes you go the other way. And that actually segues into what I think are good army choices in this format. Because um, I think one of the obvious armies is Warriors of Astra. Yes. And I don't think I would want Warriors of Astra on my team. I and the reason, the reason is I think it constrains you too much on your matchups. There yep. are plenty of bad matchups for Astra, yep. uh, and you are going to be tempted to be the one trying to manipulate the matchups to get that, and it's going to kind of warp every, all of your decisions on matchups. Yes. Um, so, uh, I, and, and to be perfectly honest, when I look at the armies I want to run in this format, most of them are decent against the Warriors of Astra. Uh, I, historically, Astra have done well in these B plus formats, but I think it's because um, I think it's because you end up with a different set of armies when people aren't splitting three ways. Yes, uh, I, I I totally agree with you. I'm not running warriors. The other anti melee build um, is four tiger with samurai archers, Hadamado Arkmer. That one is, I tested it. It's very good into melee. It's actually a dumpster's Warriors of Asher. If you're expecting to see a lot of Warriors, sure. it's not a terrible build, but it just loses hard into a lot of the range builds. Um, so that's why not running it. Um, mm-hmm. And But I, I expect, I, I don't know if I'll see anybody playing it, but that's one other option in the anti-melee. I guess I just don't think, my dad is running uh, four Greeks, um, Parmenio. I was wondering and, if anyone was going to run that. And I, I don't think it's great. Uh, I don't, Parmenio and the Valgard or... Yeah, so it's Valgard, Parmenio, Four Greeks, and Thrakis. 
Yeah, I don't think it's great. I think you're in the end of the day, you're you're paying a 90 point tax to have to have a disciplined Valgard run around. I mean, like it's not a bad army. I just think I don't know, I would rather run like four squads of cutters and cars. I think that's really strong, you know. Yeah. So uh, so I, yeah, so uh, um I definitely agree with you for you're going to see four four cutters cars guilty is a very obvious choice. So or, we have or Eldrim. Eldgrim. Eldgrim's totally decent in that. Eldgrim's A minus. Oh, sorry. Of course, yep. of course. Sorry. Um <laughs> You had me uh, doubting my rankings. Uh, <laughs> so my buddy is running four hounds um, with, uh, I think, Zetacron and Kitella, um, which is in testing. It's been good. It's good into the Cutters Charos. Um, and the the one I'm playing is also good into the Cutters Charos or decent enough um, is uh, – uh, I'm running what four Aerogruts, Krug, Ice Troll, and three Swag. I think it's the best. Ice, I think it's the best so, Aerogrut so, so build is, by so a mile. This is really interesting because what I, about? I, th- yeah, I think I think you could make a very good argument for four squads, Aerogruts, Mimring, Krug. I don't think Mimring's there in this format. I tried him in, against a lot of things, and he's just not there. I I mean this is this is the HeroScaper 2010 army. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if, you, if I, you're <laughs> are you familiar with this. So yeah. so we had the Vichy's tournament and. And he made finals with with Aerogruts, Mimring, Raylan, Mar Warriors, and no Swags. And basically, the bottom line is that Swags are kind of garbage on most modern maps. That's it, I don't think Swags are total garbage in general, but but most modern maps don't give you like an intermediate point of height that's before the middle of the map where you can kind of pod yourself up intentionally. Like that's just become a thing that you don't have. And when you don't have that it's really hard to like sort of assemble a swag position because you really need a position where the swags are within one activation of their start zone and you can get height on an arrow grut that's sitting behind the swag. And if you don't have that, it's really hard. Um, so I, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like um, it depends what else, it depends what other things people run, I guess. Uh, I agree. Like that's bad into hounds. Uh, it's pr- not great into cutters, but it's not terrible. It's probably going to lose though. Um, but I mean, Krug is good against Karos and Memoring can, can frag stuff if you catch, if you catch the start zone the right way. Um, I, I think, I I think a a highly underrated army in this is zombies. Uh, zombies are, 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 they're, they're fine into Astra, surprisingly enough. They're, they're amazing into cutters. They can beat cutters. You can, you can like leave your, your Krug or Nikita's or AK or whatever it is. You can leave him in the start zone and just, just, uh, just win the match with zombies 100 percent um they're not great into hounds uh yeah they're, they're very bad into hounds they're 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 but they're decent into torkelna grubs which i torkelna grubs savaris is a right. pretty obvious army yeah. uh i would likely be running either that cutters or zombies if i were the one playing just because like those army armies obviously that i know well um i don't know uh i don't like sentinels of jandar here uh, I think there there's there's too much stuff that can can take them out. Um, I don't really like Mohicans. Um, right. I, I think I think the figure count isn't there for them. You can't get. Yeah. Them. You can get five Brave Arrow and Thrakus. Um, my my Spicer build with that specifically to try to beat Cutters to try to beat um, 
Aerogruts 2 is Four Mohicans, Bravero Thrax, James. Um, I think James is a decent choice in this format. Um, special attack really helps with the cutter matchup specifically and with the Aerogrut matchup if they're running swags. You know, I, I'm not sold on the Memoring version. I, I tried I tried three different iterations of Memoring or two different two different iterations of Memorings. I tried Memoring five Aerogruts, three swag. I tried Memoring four Aerogrut Krug, like you mentioned. And Memoring in this format, there, there's a lot of fast stuff and fast stuff and range figures. And I think the big thing with Heroes Keeper 2010s, the big takeaway there was Raylan and Mara Warriors are still really good. Mara Warriors <laughs> weren't as huge of a deal, but like it was like Raylan is so big for Memoring success, you know? Sure, sure. Um, That's true. I mean, and, I was thinking, that was the one I was going to bring up is that uh, Aerogrut memoring army but i haven't tested it in this format so (laughs) well so i actually put together a spreadsheet with every with about so i i first wrote down about 30 armies on this notepad and then i uh put together an excel matchup spreadsheet you know all the armies across the top all the armies across the left and then went through and played as many matchups just just played matchup after matchup and entered in my 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 guesstimated percentages after playing just like one game of that matchup right and so like hounds in the memory is a joke like hounds are so sure. good into that build you know and so so that's part of the reason why we like our buddy i mean he's really good with hounds and he's gonna um he, he knows what he's doing and he's uh um, well, but first of all, he's still five, only five point player for the fantasy draft doc. Don't forget that. Um, you're supposed to only set him at five, uh, so I can draft him, but, uh, hounds is a very good choice in this format. In my opinion, I think it handles a lot of things yeah. very well. I mean, the only the thing hounds is you, build? Can't, you can't get the fifth, you can't get the fifth, uh, squad. So, fifth right. squad. so you got four squads. What else you put? Zadercron and Cutella has been, has been our choice. Um, basically Zeta really helps with the Charos. Um, so yeah and, and what's oh yeah, yeah i was gonna say what's cantella do but she's more yeah yeah do you like odinashi over over cantella yeah i'd rather have two cantella is so two life so, yeah that's, that's true yep, yeah no, okay only funny, time you can tell Let's, funny enough just, we played the zombies into hounds i played I played zombies into his hounds and his best move. And he, he figured it out. His best move was to plague his own Cantella in his start zone so that she couldn't turn back into a zombie. There was no wound glyph on the board. So in that one specific scenario, it made sense to not even have her. Yeah. You could sit, you could sit her. I mean, it's legal. You don't have to, you don't have, you could sit, you could sit any figure in your army before it, before a game. You don't have to play her. So that's not how Gen Con Mike doesn't agree is. with you. That's Mike not the Gen Con rule. That, that's, yeah. that's not the Gen Con ruling at all on that. Really? Yeah, because somebody tried to sit figures at Zellrig, and Ken basically said no. Um, it's not allowed in the rule book. That's that's what we're following in ScapeCon too. Um, I yeah. I don't know. I guess we're we're already running over, but that would be a conversation for a different day whether or not you should be able to. Um, but yeah, that's that. Listener, that I, I, you didn't hear I predict, that. <laughs> I predict the Cutter Army will be in the winning the winning uh, team. That 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 just seems like the kind of most most obvious. And and I guess the one if I were gonna have like one parting shot, it would be to say like um, that the the corollary there is that some like like the 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 few remaining special attackers that can hit multiple targets are maybe a little unexpectedly good. So you like yeah. Deathwalker eight thousand. I know he's not great, but in the right build, he like I'm the only the thing is the only thing I can really fit him in is zombies, which don't need him to be cutters. But right. but if you can if you can sort of mess around with it that's uh 
I, I think special attacks are, are good just because there's so much of a cutter meta to me. Right. So do you think my... See, you I you had Murphy, right? You could do Murphy, but the thing is, if, the, if, they're, if they're smart, you're not right. going to get... You're not going to get much. The, the multi-attack is very limited. Yeah. Oh, that was that was specific with uh, that was specific with Thrakus. Go for the oh. early game, Thrakus into Murphy into the Sartone. Yeah, sure. Um, that that was the goal there. Uh, no. So so do you think we have an issue with our four regrets, Krug, Stroll, three Swag? I, I don't know. I feel like I can beat Cutters with that. I don't know if you can. Uh. It de- I mean, it depends what they're, uh, I mean, with Karras, I mean, it, I don't know. It, I think that's a tough matchup, um, okay. to be honest. Uh, I think, I think, I think cutters probably win that, but I think it's okay to, it's okay to lose the cutter matchup. Um, there's going to be some really interesting gaming going on where if, if, where do you like sacrifice a matchup to try to set up two good matchups? There's going to be some really fun decisions that get made when people are trying to set their matchups. So, right. So if, if, Yes. Yeah. So, so if my dad is on the sacred band, which I actually don't dislike that build as much as you do. Um, I, I think it beats zombies, for example. I think it beats a number of things. Uh, but it does well. Um, just because your five activations, five attacks per turn. Even Parmenio is not terrible. Like he's not good by any stretch of the matter. He's just another sacred band member, is what yeah. he is, right? Sure, sure. He's, he's just another fifth, attack of three. He's a, fifth, he's a fifth attack. If you have five attacks against zombies, you're usually doing well. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. So do you think I should switch out my Aerogrub build? I I don't love it. Uh, if you don't like that build, I would say, you know, I mean, how do you feel about playing Torkoal now? I uh, see. I don't like. I what I don't want to end up with is an army. So this is what the like. I figured out what I thought were like some eight or nine of the top builds, and that's what went into the spreadsheet, right? But then I also have this pad here because I want to make sure I don't lose into the random crap. I don't want to lose into like a bunch of the other random crap that might just show up. And I, that's my issue with Torcolna is I feel like stuff like as you mentioned, stuff like um, I mean even I thought even Nikita Gorillinators is not easy for that army. You know, Gorillinators is another in, is an interesting thing. I, I don't know if you really want the Nikitas with them. Like, you just I, I'd almost rather just have four squads. But uh, hmm. but but uh, you know, just because but you have like, a cutters matchup issue with that, you know, so it's just, it's just tough. Yeah, I, I, it's just the, the the interesting thing about Gorillinators is just the you know again, there's just not a lot of special attacks out there. Um, right. It, it really changes. It, that's that changes that the meta of those. To, for those figures okay yeah so i'm i'm, I'm still uh we're a lot of these armies are still up in the air to some extent um but th- that's what we're leaning right now like the only one we know for sure well my dad wants to play sacred band it's easy for him to play so uh we don't want him to be in a liability and then my buddy mike is <laughs> taking some shots uh no but um and my buddy mike is obviously playing hound so so my build i'm still working on um i like thank you Zombies are good. Yeah. I just don't want to end up in a stupid matchup of like zombies. First of all, the mirror sounds dreadful to play. And uh, but they don't revive each other, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Huh. They, they can't revive against some that and, and, yeah. and, and that's a situation where 8K is awesome. You can just gun down the opponent's uh, zombies. And then if they have, well, it depends what they have, of course. But right. Like they're going to have something. You can have Nikita's there. You can have Krug there. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I think I was doing Zombies 5 with Frost Giant. So Frosty, it's, it's an option. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I feel like to some extent, like that's covering your good matchups. Memory is the big one. Uh, okay, I guess memoring was my I think memoring was my thought there. Like if I see a lot of air grunts with memoring, which I feel like people are going to be playing that. That that see I I honestly feel like a lot of I I would expect more teams are have somebody on that than on the cutters, just because I think everybody's thinking about the air grunt. Everybody's everybody's about it. I yeah. think you're I think you're right that there will be more air grunts, but I think that the teams that are likely to win are yes. Like, like do you think do you think Matthew Ash is going to run cutters? Because I do. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I know a lot of teams are going to have that. So that's why we're trying to figure out if we can get two good matchups into that. You know, we already have Hounds, which we're happy with that matchup into it. Hounds with Zetacron. And then we're just trying to find one more matchup that we're really happy into it and doesn't get dumpstered by the rest of the field. So, you know, Tag with Samurai Archers do really well into Cutters. Less good into Charos. You know, it's, it's, it's just tough to take down both of those components, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... Well, guys, this has been a this has been a blast, honestly. Uh, it, it'll be fun to look back and see how accurate we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah see if I didn't chicken out of running stuff like my repulsors. <laughs> so we have to go record a betting podcast, which you, the listener, have hopefully already listened to. If not, check out, you know, check that out, I guess. And uh, yeah, to the listener, thank you for listening. Happy scaping. <laughs>